the Jewish Divorce Project. Because marriage doesn't always work out and chicken soup doesn't always help. Bring it out. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what did you enjoy or not enjoy about your birthday, Sheva? And let's be clear, your birthday was November 5th and mine was November 6th. And neither of us knew that. It's pretty crazy. It's insane. Almost birthday buddies. Almost. So birthday. close. Don't tell what a lie. What did I enjoy about my birthday? Um, how was your birthday? Let's start with that. How was your birthday? Instead of enjoy or not enjoy, let me just ask generally, how was your birthday? It was so long ago. It was really long ago. <laughs> it's like a full two weeks ago, my birthday. It was, it was inconsequential. Um, it, it was, you know what? COVID provided a nice opportunity for me to, to, uh, to kind of not do anything big and not have this, expectation of anything big happen. I, I guess that's what's good about COVID is that it's minimized expectations of what, what's going to happen in your life. So I wasn't expecting much from people or myself to plan anything. And then not much happened. No so, FOMO. No FOMO. So reality was very much aligned with my expectations on this one. Right. Uh, my kids, my kids are the sweetest. They always do something. I, I grew up in a household that didn't really acknowledge birthdays. I was, it's funny, I was just talking to my kids about this. I was one of six and my mom made up this rule that I don't know where she got it from, but she decided to acknowledge every third birthday. So she would throw a birthday party when That's you're three, when you're six, then bar bat mitzvah and then sweet 16. So it was average like every three years. In between, it didn't happen. <laughs> I think she just decided I have to just, cut out some things in my life and six kids. I'm not doing six birthdays a year. It's just not happening. And it was her thing. And it was so funny looking back. I'm like, oh, what a strange, what a strange tradition. And I, it actually affected my marriage. I came into my mm. marriage wanting things to be different. Mm. And my ex wasn't a big birthday celebrator either. And I'm like, it's one day. <laughs> It's one day it. to acknowledge me. I, you know, it's just an easy, it's an easy day to show appreciation and acknowledgement and it should be a big deal. That's, that was my experience yeah. coming off the heels of my childhood. And he just didn't grow up like that or he didn't have that result of his childhood. And so that caused some friction. But then I decided for my kids, all in, you know, birthdays are a big deal because maybe to fill up the own inadequacies of my parenthood that I'm, I'm not every day, all day long, praising them and acknowledging them and showing appreciation. I, I fail in certain regards to do that enough. And I feel that my makeup time is well, at least I've set aside this day that I'm gonna show you how important you are and how much I love you. Even though I do believe that birthday should be about parents. Like, what did you do to get here so far? Like, I, I earned this. you. <laughs> I earned it. And the truth is, I, I, I call my mother every day on my birthday and I acknowledge her part in my existence and I thank her for that. And what do I think I, of your birthday? I think it was a gauntlet. I think it was like nothing I had ever experienced before and it was exhausting and it was tiring and you came out and you're adorable. But I'm <laughs> 
that's what I think. Oh, well, that's not, not all my births. I had very nice birth experiences, actually. Um, very memorable, inspiring stories, some of them. Um, so the point is my kids have picked up on my cue and they realize that birthdays are important and they work very hard to, to make something meaningful. So this year they made me a beautiful collage of quotations and things that I've heard me say or that they think I would, I would appreciate and pictures and it was really nice. And the nicest part is that they all work together to come up with something and it's really cute. They go, they go hide and they scheme and, and then they create something. Got last year they gave me a, a mason jar with, I'm 39, so last year I was 38, a mason jar full of 38 reasons why they love me or I'm amazing. And this year my son said, 39 was pushing it a little bit. <laughs> 39 was taking a little bit much. We couldn't come up with 39. So they made the collage instead. That was really nice. Yeah. I thought my One year they, 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 uh, they cooked dinner for a week, which was the best gift I think they've ever given me. What'd they make you? Can you hear me? I don't know. They, they sat down, they came up with a menu for the week. We went shopping, they got everything that they needed and they spent a Sunday just cooking meals for the week. We put it in the fridge and that was truly the best gift. That's impressive. Yeah. Got them well. How was your birthday? It was a while ago. And I definitely, you know, in retrospect, I think it was good. Could have been better. It was nice. I don't have them very often for the week. How so? Um, you know, I, I, it was it was really sweet. My mom, she sent me some kosher food. It was really lovely. She reached out to one of the uh, kosher markets in the Pico Robertson area, and she had them send me a bunch of food. So that was really sweet, just to kind of have that show up at my doorstep uh, and get a nice uh, touch of home, uh, or at least the flavors of home during that time. Uh, my ex, Tamar, was really wonderful, too. She, you know, we do Shabbat uh, together. Uh, most of the time, we invite each other over. Just as a nice ritual for the boys to keep that element of stability in their lives. We've talked about that before. And uh, she really did a wonderful thing. She made ribs. It was wonderful. She made a cake with the boys. Um, you know, they got me socks. It was really sweet. Um, but it was just a, a nice feeling. And then, you know, went home and just watched TV. You know, Friday night, kind of wanted to go out and do stuff and... But then it felt weird, kind of like, you know, like, what's there to do because of COVID and everything, which was kind of nice because, like, I wasn't really missing out on anything, but <clears throat> still wanted to be doing stuff with people and would have been nice. Would have been nice to, would have been nice to have some love as well. I canceled the date. I was supposed to have a date that night and I canceled it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it just didn't, felt weird. <laughs> felt weird, like, going on a date on my birthday. And it not be like a first date. It was a first date. It wasn't like a, you know, like a third or fourth date or anything like that. It was a first date, and it just felt weird. I guess that could be interesting. It felt like the way I shouldn't be celebrating my birthday. It felt like I was putting that on the date. Like that would be too much pressure in some way. Interesting. Did you go out the next day? Did you reschedule? Yeah, no, I went out Saturday night. I went out Saturday night with buddies to an outdoor comedy show, which was a lot of fun. And then I had a date Sunday night, so that was cool. Yeah, full weekend. Yeah. Ribs, comedy, and a date. date? I don't yeah. know if it's better. You really can't have more. I mean, I think you can. Have a trifecta. Well, yeah, but you know, still missing elements that would have been really wonderful on my birthday. It's a significant day. I grew up with that same element that you had 
right? That like, it wasn't such a big deal. Like we did birthdays, they weren't ignored or anything. I don't think it was like an every so third year thing, but it definitely well, wasn't like such a huge focus. Divorce. And I can't honestly tell you why, I just why know that it wasn't. I knew why that not, was kind of my attitude when I thought about birthdays. It was like, all right, it's my birthday. You don't need to throw a huge party about it. Like it's my birthday, I'm happy to be here. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, Tamar was the one who actually got me into my birthday in that way. She threw a surprise party for me. It was the first ever done. Uh, and that was really wonderful. She threw a surprise party for me. She <clears throat> had a key to my apartment. And so she let everyone in and uh, I didn't know anything about it. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. And then she did it again to me <laughs> a couple more times. Uh, and uh, um, that kind of got me into it and thinking, you know, my birthday is a real wonderful day to be celebrating. So I've been trying to do that <clears throat> in one way or another. And so this, this is your first really birthday, wonderful. not married. I'm sorry? This is your first birthday, not married? Um, yeah. No. His wife, his oh, it's been first, a full year? So he does all that oh, yeah. For the thing? It's been more than that. Wow. You've had more than two birthdays, not married? Everybody else has kind of just... How long have you been divorced? Wait a second. No. No. Really? This is the second birthday, not married. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they work... And do you find it easier or harder being alone? Because sometimes when you're with somebody, there's an expectation that they can't fulfill of how you want to be celebrated. Oh, um... I mean, I think those are two separate questions. I, I definitely find it harder to be alone on my birthday. I think that's what makes the holidays tough. Thanksgiving's gonna suck in that way. It'll be wonderful to have the boys and tomorrow come over and so we'll do a you know a, a nice thing that'll be really wonderful, but I kind of really want to be with family. I always forget that one. You know, extended family. Yeah. My brain is like, let's see what yeah. comes up today. And I would like to have love in my life. What's going on in here? I don't know that I'm I mean that would be like a nice kind of sustaining factor. Did you make a wish on your birthday? Blow out your candles? Did you wish for love? I don't know if I wish for love. I think I meditated on the idea and I think I meditated on a lot of Diana Ross who was saying, you know, you can't hurry love. You just have to wait. The woman's a genius. <laughs> well, who knows what this year will bring? Who knows? But our kids also have birthdays close together, which is interesting. Yeah, my daughter was the third. Why are you stalking me? Jeez. Yes, I'm stalking you. Stop stalking my life. Ten years ago. <clears throat> what was that like? How'd you do it for the kid? Did you and your ex talk about it? Did you coordinate plans? Yeah, so we had this interesting debate because it was my youngest birthday. She's turning 10. And I thought it would be really nice for all of us to go out for a dinner, a birthday dinner. And that my daughter would love that to see us together because we get along really well, but we don't really do anything together the way you and Tamar do. We don't celebrate any holidays or any meals together. And I think it's, I think it's just a wonderful example and message to send to the kids. So I messaged him inviting him to dinner and he was hesitant. And at first I was taken aback, like what's there to consider here? You know, like, it's an hour and a half or two hours of your time. And we get along well enough to be able to manage each other's company. And she would love it so much. And then I called him and I asked him to help me understand his perspective. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I, I hear his perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I agree with it at the end of the day, but he says that my youngest is very wistfully 
imagines us back together. And he's like, she's gonna parent trap us the whole time. And that it's actually a tease to bring us together in that way in front of her. And while I understand that perspective, and I, and I do think that she would react like that, she would be a little giddy and laughing and a little bit awkward. I think it's the, the end game that we should have in mind that yes, initially this would be awkward and initially it would be so uncommon that she might fantasize and think that this means something that it doesn't. But then acclimating the kids to this concept that, you know, we can get together, we can spend time together, that that's okay. It doesn't have to mean anything other than the fact that we love you and wanna be here on this day with you. So we just didn't agree on that part, <laughs> but and in the that's end, he did not count. Well, he's right. But I understand his perspective and I can't really say, get up and say, you know, I'm hundred percent right. And, and he did the wrong, wrong thing. And I, I don't know. I, I hear I, what he's saying about the kids. I mean, Elijah does the same thing. He's always pulling us together, always saying things. I wish you guys would get back. Parent trapping you. Well, he says it. I mean, he's seven years old. What do you expect? You know, he's a kid. He wants that to happen. He wants his parents to get back together. I wish you guys didn't get divorced. He says those things. And on his birthday. His birthday. Whose birthday was it? Which son? It was, it was Elijah's birthday. So Tamara and I coordinated. She wanted to be able to celebrate with him in the morning. So I wasn't going to stand in the way of that. I surely wanted him to be able to enjoy that too. And <clears throat> she came over. She brought, uh, she brought a cake and candles. And we surprised him with it. He didn't know she was coming. And so he opened the door and there she was. And I think he really enjoyed that. He wanted to see her. And so it was great. He got to have that. And, um, but, you know, he took the opportunity, you know, to take a, you know, there's a pic of, she, he was taking a pic with her and he pulled me in, right? And so he had both of his arms around us and then he wanted to take other family pics. And, you know, it's not surprised. It is what right. it is. And I think you're right that, you know, they also have to grow acclimated to the idea that like, this is the new family way of doing it. And, and, and with kids, it always takes routine and it always takes repetition. And this is just going to take time. I think that's what makes it difficult for parents that you constantly have to go through that too, right? And you don't necessarily want to have to always have those conversations. You may want your space and your privacy to do your own thing now that you've had this separation and you don't want to always come together over certain things, but you have to, because it's the kids. Right. Well, I didn't win that one. <laughs> so maybe next some, year. You win some, you lose some. Yes. Maybe, maybe when, maybe when she's 11. I think I, I think the communication, the stuff that Tamara and I have is is weird. I do in terms of like it's it, it's different from a lot of couples that I've met, right? Or a lot of people who are divorced. The tensions with their exes are really high, and so they don't communicate that way, and that they don't do these things. I don't think your communication is weird. I communicate well with my ex. I think it's that you guys actually can spend time together. I think it's your behavior that's that's different. Sure. Right. Yes. Right. Well, that's what's unique and exemplary is that, you know, it's uncomfortable, but you guys can put your egos aside and put the best interest of your child. And yeah. I think it's an interesting question is, is that what the child wants? Maybe not. And, and maybe my ex is right. Maybe my kid doesn't want to see us together on her birthday. Maybe that's actually more painful than, than, seeing, than seeing us together. That's also child focused too. It's a good challenge to it to the idea that like they need to get used to it. And it could also be healthy to see parents, divorced parents, you know, celebrating together, knowing like this impression that there's no animosity, that, you know, things are healthy, things are good, all that for the kids. 
honoring right. his wishes of not being together in that way. So it's not confusing. Yeah. The solution is just to eat a lot of cake. That's obviously the solution. Oh but there's never enough cake. Then you need to get more. I prefer muffins, to be honest with you, or cupcakes. Muffins over cake. Do you know how to properly eat a cupcake? Upside down, is that what you're gonna tell me? You're supposed to, I thought Tamar, I thought Tamar taught this to me actually. You're supposed to cut the bottom off and then put it on top. So it makes like a sandwich. Like they're perfectly designed that way. That's the whole point. How does that make a sandwich? You take, you because the, the bottom part of the cupcake, right, is doughier and breaks apart easier, you break the bottom part off and put it on top and it makes a sandwich. That's apparently the proper way to eat a cupcake. I'm not understanding. If you take the bottom and put it on top, you've just inverted it. You haven't no, sandwiched it. You haven't inverted it. it. You've broken off half of the bottom because it's oh, half of the bottom. like that. And then you put it on top. That So you have a, still have a bottom and a top because you have the top of the muffin. Right, that serves as now the I that the right way to eat a cupcake was in a sandwiched form. I'm going to challenge this notion that there's a perfect way to eat a cupcake. I don't buy in. Sorry. Maybe not perfect, but ideal in that way. Because that's how you, for, you know, you prevent a lot perfect of ratio. When you bite into it, it's a ratio of. Well, I think the idea is that you prevent messiness, right? It's a cleaner way of eating a cupcake when you have, have no you, such napkins or other things that would keep you civilized around, like true? aside from being the gorilla that you are. Is it true? Nothing does it work? <laughs> does it work? Yes, it does actually. Quite well. Right out for research. What would you have ideally wanted to do on your birthday? Come on, what would have been the best thing to do? So I, I read this thing a while ago, or I heard it somewhere that I keep meaning to um, instigate, not instigate, but just uh, start in my life. And that is to do something on my birthday each year, something completely different that I've never done before. And I loved that idea. And I keep meaning to tell my children to do that. And it's easier when you're children because there's more things that they haven't done yet. I just love this concept of another year, now the potential for growth and development and starting that off on the, with this, just jumping into something, maybe something that's a little frightening or something different. That's something that, you know, just develops you in a new way. And even if it's just um, adrenaline based, just something different. But I love that. Um, I possibly would have thought about doing something like that this year. Of what can I do differently or different? Um, other than that, what would I have liked? I mean, dancing. I don't. I don't need to celebrate my birthday in a big way. I actually went out to dinner with friends, which was so nice. Um, my kids did something nice. I got. I didn't really get many gifts. My best friend sent me cupcakes, so, um, so that was great. They were mini, so I didn't have to sandwich them. They just fit into my mouth perfectly. <laughs> Very easy to eat. That, that was it. I, I can't think of anything else. I, I, had, a, I had a good birthday. Um, yeah, it's good. How about you? What would you have ideally like to have done? In theory, I, I had the essence of that. I mean, I did. I had good food. I had family and I had friends and there was, and there was laughter. There's no question about it. I'm grateful for that. I don't want to suggest that I was and I, I just wanted more. Certainly, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more too for your birthday, but I think I, I would have enjoyed I definitely would have enjoyed being somewhere beautiful in nature. 
you know, like um, I keep wanting to go up to see the the, the giant redwoods uh, and going up to Sequoia. So I'm going to have to just get out there and scratch that itch. Uh, but I would have liked to have really been there, maybe camped out there and uh, woken up there. That would have been really wonderful. And I think just um, having a, you know, like a house full of friends and a big party, I think. I was thinking like a red solo cup party back in college, that sort of thing, you know, where just kind of all your friends are around and everyone's just having fun and it's a nice relaxed vibe and um, barbecuing, whatever that is, uh, you know, doesn't need to be you a, a solo red solo cup party. I'm sorry. You do a solo red solo cup. Oh, party. So no, that would be like the, <laughs> would be standing there leaning up against the wall, wearing cargo pants <laughs> and a backwards hat. Sounds great. Now you're envisioning. No, but I think just something with, I think just something with more friends and more good food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Birthdays post-divorce can, can be lonely and hard. That is oh, true. A lot of things post-divorce can be, you know, lonely, just kind of the way it is. But birthdays in particular, because it's a day set aside for other people to acknowledge you yeah. and give you, and that's hard when you're on your own. And it's also different because, you know, you may have been single and found a way to celebrate on your own and really been the engine for that. I wonder what the difference is between men and women, like how many men put out there, like, it's my birthday, let's come celebrate versus how many women are like, it's my birthday, come celebrate. But also, but also that, you know, when you're married, you know, now you have someone who does celebrate it with you. That's kind of one of the wonderful things about being in a relationship. And then when you're divorced, yeah, you have to adjust to that. When your kids do it for you, it's really nice. My ex, my ex did send me a text and I thought I was very proud of that. I'm like, you know what? It's it's a testament to the fact that we can communicate and that he could wish me happy birthday. And yeah. to me, that actually felt really nice. I've made that's some strides. That's ultimately what Your I birthday present. That's ultimately what I thought of what happened with Tamar and I too. That was just a, a good testament to that kind of communication and the behavior and the relationship too and, and how we're handling this whole thing. Um, okay. Thanks for happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday to you. This is a lot of fun. I look forward to spilling my guts on something else personal next week. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.